If you're in your 50s, you've probably got plenty going on in your life and retirement may not be front of mind. On today's show, we'll highlight some things you should keep in mind as you head to retirement. Information vital to your retirement planning. I feel like this is my world, retirement planning, financial planning. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. So when it comes to retirement, retirement is such a big deal. Nathan Fort of Vital Retirement Planners shows you how to become financially fit in your retirement. In your retirement. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I take safety more seriously than most financial advisors. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. And uh, you can also check out his website, retireaustin.com. And Nathan's got over 16 years of experience, and he is a fiduciary. And that's important, folks, because he's got your best interests in mind. Um, he's also a retirement income certified professional and chartered advisor for senior living. And you just do it all. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> and we have a lot of fun doing it. There you too. go. There you go. Welcome, Nathan. How are you today? Doing great. You know, we, we call this show Retire Fit mm-hmm. for a reason. We really uh, we like to use wellness concepts and principles of physical fitness to help folks kind of grasp some financial concepts some retirement planning concepts. And one of these, you know, everybody agrees uh, that it's a good thing to eat healthy and put good food in in your body, hydrate yourself and avoid the bad stuff. Uh, Everybody agrees with that, but sometimes it's hard to do. And when I think of uh, kind of a parallel concept in retirement planning or financial planning in general, it's kind of like budgeting. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody agrees that it should be done. They understand how important it is, but it's just kind of hard to stick to. And what I've seen is one of the reasons for that is it, 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 people just need to have a different perspective of, of why we're doing this. This is not, uh, we're not trying to discipline ourselves. We're just creating good, healthy, enjoyable habits. Mm-hmm. It's it, we're, we're just choosing to live away a certain way, uh, choose a lifestyle and make it a habit to think about your money uh, in a certain way. You want to be in control of it. You don't want it to be in control of you. It's if you're planning for retirement, it's going to be very difficult to do this if you don't know or have some sort of a grip on how much you're spending. You know, we think a lot about we talk a lot about money coming in in retirement planning, pensions, Social Security withdrawals from retirement plans. Well, you got to talk about the other side of that coin. Money coming in doesn't matter unless we know money going out. And that's where a budget comes in. So I I recommend uh, to our listeners, to all of you out there, just try it out. Try tracking what you spend in a month uh, or two months. Just And this might be scary for some people, Teresa. <laughs> Right. Uh, I've talked with some people who they don't want to know where their money's going. It's kind of a scary thing because some people are afraid of changes they might feel pressured to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll tell you, again, kind of like dieting, it's it's a good idea to make some of those changes that are going to make you happier and healthier. You're you're never going to regret making changes like that. But budgeting is one for sure. Sure. Uh, and it, we we talk about getting ready for retirement by lengthening your long term plan. Now, 
a lot of people who are retiring in their 60s are living into their 90s. Mm-hmm. Think about this. People could be retired potentially for as long as they worked. Some people could be retired for longer than they worked. Mm-hmm. You're, you're looking at a 30 plus uh, year retirement. So here it's kind of like a race, right? We, we use the analogy of a marathon. But if retirement's like a marathon, it's like a marathon where you don't know where the finish line is. Right. And the worst thing you could do is plan for a short race, you know, and, and it, when you're doing your conditioning and preparing for that race, if you just spend your time doing sprints and very short runs, uh, you could be in trouble if you've got a very long race. And the, the trick is we just don't know how long the race is for any of us. So you've got to plan for a long retirement. So this would include strategies for lengthening your money, uh, increasing the endurance of your money. So you need to know where your money's coming from and how long that's going to last. And that's where an income plan comes into play. And there's no cookie cutter approach to this. There's no, just like there's no one size fits all wellness plan that's going to be perfect for everybody. Uh, it really needs to be tailored to the individual. So everybody's circumstances are different. You've got different resources, 401ks, IRAs. Uh, we have clients that are government employees of some sort. They, they may have a state pension or a federal pension. Um, so another, pay yourself first. This is kind of the golden rule of personal finance. And, and it's especially important when it comes to saving for retirement. This is where you really need to try to discipline yourself. Uh, set up automatic payment plans. Uh, 401ks are a great way to do this, where that money gets put towards your retirement before you get your hands on it. Uh, you, you could set up similar automated type savings arrangements through uh, brokerage accounts, uh, through your bank accounts. And here's what I would suggest, and this is, this is true for any good habit that you're trying to develop and maintain, find ways to reward yourself uh, in order to reinforce this habit. Um, I, I, I heard a great idea from one of my clients recently. I said, you know what, I try to save 20% of my income every month, and I put 5% towards something that I'm going to get to enjoy that year. Hmm, that's a good Isn't idea. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So, so you discipline yourself to set aside that 20%, but you're going to take a piece of that and give yourself some kind of short-term satisfaction. Maybe that's a trip. Maybe it's a new set of golf clubs. Maybe uh, it's a day at the spa or whatever it might be. But I really encourage you to find a way to reward yourself. It's going to, it's going to make that habit a lot stickier because yeah, you're going to start to enjoy it. Right. It's like a cheat day for when like you're talking about dieting and all of that. You, you, you do good for the whole week and then you have one day to, as a cheat day. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's a great, yeah. that's a great analogy. And I've actually read a lot of research that shows uh, there's some uh, good benefits, actually. There, there's some benefits to a cheat day mm-hmm. uh, if you're on a pretty strict uh, eating habit. Mm-hmm. But uh, this could definitely work for saving money. I really like that idea. Make this fun. Mm-hmm. Plan some things you and your spouse or your significant other or your kids or grandkids. Plan something you really enjoy that you can look forward to. And then what happens, is, and I heard this from my client, uh, she's excited to save that next 20%. 
she because she knows that portion's going to go to something she can enjoy uh, in the short term. So great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a retirement goal age. Now this is uh, this could be tricky because uh, in in some cases the age we actually throw in that towel is kind of outside of our control. We talked uh, in our last show about some scenarios where some folks are kind of forced into retirement at at an age that they weren't planning. But that doesn't mean it's not a good idea to pick an age and uh, set that as a goal and work towards that. And that's going to help you materialize kind of the the whole peripheral income plan. So for example, if you say, hey, I'm going to retire at 65. Well, we know we've got Medicare that's going to kick in at that point. We could ask the question, okay, well, what is your social security benefit going to look like at 65? And does it make sense to take it at 65? Of course, it'll be reduced if you do, because you'll be younger than full retirement age. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we want to delay, well, what opportunities do we have to bridge that gap with withdrawals from retirement plans? And does that make sense? So so you start getting into the the nuts and bolts and the, the details of your retirement plan. And it's a lot easier to do that when you pick an age because uh, a lot of these landmarks in retirement are tied to your age. So it's it's kind of a fun exercise to consider different ages. We could say, well, what if we do 62? What if we retire at 70? What's your 401k going to look like in either scenario? What are your social security benefits going to look like? Um, if we go early and maybe you're pre-Medicare age, how are we going to fund your uh, health insurance costs? Because we're not we're not quite there yet. So, a uh, great great exercise if you really want to feel good about your future retirement plan. Uh, huge one. Consult a financial advisor. I, you know, yeah. I really I think this is critical. And of course, uh, you know, some people might say, "Well, that's because you're a financial advisor." That's easy to say, <laughs> right? Well, I, I equate it to someone who you know hits the gym and has never really had a professional coach them or show them how to do certain workouts or how to avoid injuries or mm-hmm. you know how many sets or repetitions do you do? Uh, how do you stretch? When do you stretch? Uh, now you could get some great work done on your own in the gym, of course, but you're going to get a whole lot more if you have a professional at your side who has experience, they've been trained, they're certified, uh, they've helped other folks just like you obtain the goals that you're working towards. You're just going to have a better experience. And these, you know, the retirement playbook changes Rules change, social security claiming strategies change, uh, products change, taxes change. So if you're going to be better off if you're working side by side with someone who's kind of at the forefront of all of those changes and they can help you navigate those nuances. And Teresa, I know there are folks out there today who have anxiety about their retirement. I want to help them. And if you're listening to me right now, I want to help you remove those anxieties by adding predictability and stability to your future. This means putting together a retirement plan that we can count on. For the next 10 callers, I'm going to sit down with you 
we're going to put together a retirement plan that answers the most important questions about your retirement and your financial future. We're going to talk about your social security, your income plan, your 401ks, your IRAs, uh, a tax plan, long-term care insurance. Now, our our process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved, but we'll do our best to help everybody. Okay, and that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan at 21000. Now, this is for retirees and pre-retirees. It's common sense planning and straight talk. Instead of a financial double talk and a sales pitch, you might get somewhere else. Folks, you just need to sit down and get that financial roadmap put together. Nathan, he's going to translate that complex financial world into something that just makes sense. As we were just mentioning, there's just so many things and they change, it seems like, on a yearly basis. You want someone there by your side to guide you and get you through versus going it alone. You don't want to go it alone because it gets, gets so confusing. So this is an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. Again, the next 10 callers with 250000 or more. Call 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 21000. What's straight ahead, Nathan? Well, for most of us, it's been a long time since we've been a rookie at anything. Retirement can change that. In this next segment, some rookie retirement mistakes to avoid. You are tuned to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website, retireaustin.com. And uh, in addition to having over 16 years of experience, uh, Nathan, he's spent time training other advisors and has done 70 seminars a year. You're quite the busy guy. <laughs> we, do. we do. We do a lot of workshops, and I really enjoy helping other people understand these concepts, whether they're planning for retirement themselves or helping others plan mm-hmm. for retirement. Sure. So I've been uh, a part of uh, several national organizations where we get together regularly to talk about retirement planning, and I've helped other advisors understand pretty fundamental and, and, and very strategic financial planning principles mm-hmm. that have helped a lot of people remove the fear from retirement. And that's what really, that's my ultimate objective for all of my clients, for folks who come into my office is remove as much uncertainty as possible, right? Life is uncertain enough as it is right? Uh, by putting our heads together and putting together a plan that's tailored to your resources and your timeline and your family dynamic, you can remove a lot of uncertainty. You can add a lot of stability. And what I've found is that tends to evaporate a lot of the fear and anxiety around retirement. So it, it's an enjoyable thing for me to see that happen. Yeah, and that's great. That's great. And like you said, early stages of retirement can be extremely exciting, but really nerve-wracking and sort of, sort of unsettling. And we're going to talk yes. about some of those rookie retirement mistakes in a moment, but we wanted to touch on a few other um, items we're talking about in segment one, just to round out the list. And the next one we were going to yeah. talk about is figuring out your retirement income gap. Yeah, and this this is really this was not a concern for 
the the baby boomers' parents, right? Mm-hmm. So for the the prior retirement generation, for many of them, they were able to retire after thirty plus years of working for an employer, and they'd have a pension, right? A guaranteed stream of income. Uh, plus Social Security. And for a lot of folks, that was enough to take you to the finish line. That was enough to pay your bills and live the lifestyle you wanted. So back then, all the retirement planning that you really needed to do was just pay off your debts. Hmm. And if you had extra savings, really the only investment plan that you really needed to put together was to buy a CD paying 15%. Uh, and so things have changed quite a bit. A oh, lot of yeah. folks don't have a pension and, and there's absolutely no CD anywhere paying 15%. So, so the number one fear retirees have is a fear of running out of money. And for most folks, that, that's, a, that's a cash flow fear. Um, statistically speaking, few people actually run out of money where they, they reach a point where they have no money. What happens more commonly is people run out of spending power. Okay. So their their dollars uh, just aren't enough right. to do what their dollars did years ago. So figuring out your retirement income gap can help you solve this problem. You might ask, well, how do I know if I have an income gap or what is an income gap? Right. Well, the, the, the income gap is the difference between what you need and what you actually have coming in. So what I what we like to do as part of our income planning process is we put together a list of all of the potential sources of income that you have. That could be it could be pensions, uh, Social Security, uh, any other sources of guaranteed money. We add that up. And if there's a difference between what you need, let's say you need more than the total of those guaranteed sources. Well, there's your income gap. And let's call it let's call it $2,000 a month. So if you need an extra $2,000 a month, now the next part of our income planning process is where does where do we get that $2,000 a month from? Uh, what kind of plan can we put together to not only create that $2,000 a month, but make sure it lasts as long as you do and that it continues to increase as inflation it continues down the road. Now, a lot of folks have probably heard that inflation is a different number for retirees. Now, that might sound confusing, but really yeah. what this means is when you retire, you tend to spend more money on things that inflate at higher rates. Okay. So think about this for a second. Let, let's say, uh, just call inflation 3%. Let's say the average inflation is 3%. Uh, there was great research I, I, I recently read that showed that medical costs, for example, inflate at a rate one and a half times the average inflation rate. So if inflation is 3%, medical costs are inflating at about 4.5%. Well, retirees tend to spend more money than other cohorts of individuals on medical costs. Right. Uh, Another big one, services inflate at higher rates than products. And research shows that retirees tend to spend more money on services than products. So the income gap may begin at one level, but it may increase over time, especially when we we don't have very generous cost of living adjustments to expect from Social Security. Uh, A lot of pensions out there don't offer raises. So those raises are going to have to come from your income plan. This is what we're good at. This is what I train other financial advisors to do 
uh, around the country. And I would love to sit down with you, call in today, and we can schedule an appointment where we sit down together and I learn your situation, your resources, your timeline, and we could answer these questions for you. And these will this will be your income plan, no one else's. And another is, you know, we want to learn from others. Retirement can be a tough landscape to navigate. So talking to advisors, family, friends for retirement advice can be a good idea. Um, I just had a conversation uh, just a couple of days ago with someone and and it was interesting. The principle that we came to was you don't want to spend too much time talking with people who have failed at what you're trying to accomplish. Right. Right. You, you don't need to know how they got where they are. What you want to do is you want to talk to people who have succeeded. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretend you're you're planning to climb a mountain. You don't want the, you don't want to talk to the, the hundred people who failed at climbing that mountain and try to learn you know, how, to, right. how to gear up and how to get yourself ready for that. You want to talk to the hundred people that climbed it successfully. They got to that summit. They know the path. They know what kind of equipment you're going to need. Uh, and that's where a good financial advisor can play a critical role in your retirement plan. Uh, of course, all the, the basics you need to build an emergency savings, uh, reduce your tax bill. Uh, some folks don't know that there are very easy ways to reduce your taxes in the future in, in, uh, in your retirement. You, you can reduce taxes in the short term and the long term. You need to see Roth conversion plans. You need to see uh, different ways you can structure your income and time withdrawals from certain retirement accounts. You can get pretty creative here. And uh, man, I would love one day just to do a show just on this topic, because you could really get, get into the weeds and get into some really fun, creative stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, this isn't going to be a one size fits all. Your situation is can be very simplified and you really don't need to be concerned about the hundreds of different strategies that could be possible for anybody out there. You need to be focused on the, the, the three to five strategies that are going to be most relevant to your situation. But uh, again, if we look at common mistakes some folks make, sure. we talk about the idea of being a rookie mm-hmm. in retirement. Um, we, and we mentioned this earlier, and it's worth mentioning, mentioning again, not following a budget. Uh, I can't beat this drum hard enough, Teresa. Yeah, but it's uh, no fun, right? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> but it's right. necessary. It, it's necessary. Uh, but like we said, you can find ways to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and you know, and one way to do that is to budget for things you really like mm-hmm. budget for things you enjoy. Uh, and then it, it won't feel like a chore so much, but you need to budget for medical costs. You need, you need to budget for, uh, the potential rise in inflation, the, the decrease in spending power in your budget. Uh, oh, Teresa, I read this, uh, recently, this is a scary statistic. Uh, 20% of the money in flow in our country. 20% of it was printed in 2020. <laughs> oh, Think wow. about that for a second. Wow. 20% of the dollars, the US dollars in circulation out there was printed in 2020. So what did that do to the spending power of your money? It decreased uh, it. it. Yeah, you just it just took a shot at your spending power. So we've got to have a plan to increase the value of your nest egg and increase the amount of money that you can spend 
each month throughout your retirement. There are strategies you can put in place to offset this, this uh, incredible inflation and to keep this as part of your budgeting plan because uh, you want to budget for increases in income because you've got to budget for increases in expenses. You, you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. And Teresa, what I want to do is for our listeners today, it looks like we have a room for another eight callers. Uh, if you call in now, you'll be able to schedule an appointment where we sit down together and we'll take some time to get to know your situation, your retirement plan, your age, uh, your, your goal for when you retire, your sources of income, your retirement savings, your family dynamic. We're going to get a good picture of your total situation and help you craft an income plan, an investment plan, and a tax plan that is specifically tailored to your situation. It's nobody's but yours. And I promise you're going to float out of the office. You're going to have all the fear evaporate from your retirement. Now, this is about a $2,000 value. I'm not, we're not charging you to do this, but our system works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved. All right. And that number to give Nathan calls 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 21000. Today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want to find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions and what the future tax implications will be and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. Pick up the phone and call Nathan right now. 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Let Nathan put together a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to 21000. What's coming up in our next segment, Nathan? When we come back, let's talk about how to keep your taxes in check. This is going to be fun. We'll break down some ways you can be taxed in retirement and offer some ways to potentially minimize the impact. Welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website, retireaustin.com. And Nathan's got over 16 years of experience and is a fiduciary. And folks, that is so important because fiduciary's got your best interest in mind. He's not out there pushing a product or trying to get a commission. He's there listening to your concerns and your goals for your financial future. It's just so important. Um, I know we were just joking off air about taxes. Everybody loves them, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, what a painful subject. Uh, but it, 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 hey, this can be fun too because mm-hmm. uh, saving money in taxes, man, that can be a blast. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just wanted to throw something out there sure. about. Uh, uh, you mentioned uh, me being a fiduciary. Mm-hmm. I think this is critical. I, and hands down, anybody working with any financial advisor needs, to, you need to make sure that advisor is a fiduciary. And someone asked me the other day, well, if my advisor is not a fiduciary, what are they? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, very interesting question. If you ask the state securities board, they're a salesperson. You're, they're either a fiduciary or a salesperson. Those are two very different standards to, uh, to do business under. And 
some folks don't know the difference. They don't know which their advisor is. Well, that's probably the first question you need to have answered before you do anything with your advisor. Right. Uh, which, which standard of, of ethics and service are they held to? Um, now about taxes, uh, I heard someone, and I laughed at this the other day. Someone told me, Hey, I could be just as patriotic paying half the taxes I pay. <laughs> and I, yeah. I can agree. I can agree with that. But now when it comes to retirement accounts, there's almost really no painless way to deal with taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me explain what I mean. Now that doesn't mean there isn't uh, a path that is, uh, that has the least amount of pain. There, there always is, but uh, it's not really painless. So if you think about the retirement plans, the IRS has made available for folks to save and accumulate money for their retirement. And by the way, this is because uh, the government knew very well, pensions were starting to evaporate. Mm-hmm. So folks needed some sort of tax break to, to plan for retirement, maybe tax incentives to plan for retirement. So 401ks, IRAs, Roth IRAs were born, all these different vehicles offer different types of tax advantages. So generally, they're going to be in two categories. They're either uh, tax, they're they're either pre-tax, meaning they're taxed later. Mm -hmm. So you don't pay taxes on the contributions you make, and those are deducted from your taxable income in that year. So you you get a more immediate tax benefit. And then that money grows tax deferred. So it's, it's not tax-free in this situation. You're just right. deferring the taxes. And here's a concern I have because I have, uh, uh, you know, most people I talk to believe that tax rates are going to be higher in the future. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case and you're deferring your taxes, that can be a problem. So you're deferring them until when? <laughs> until tax rates are where? You know, we, yeah. we don't know. Right. But if we believe they're going to be higher in the future, then this may not be the right strategy, strategy, at least not for all of your money. For younger folks, uh, man, I am, I am encouraging younger folks to go with a Roth plan instead. So basically the way a Roth works, it's, it's pretty much the opposite of the pre-tax plan where now you save money that you've, you pay taxes on. So you're going to pay taxes on the seed mm-hmm. and the harvest is going to be free. Mm. So now you don't get an immediate tax benefit for putting that money in, but that money gets to grow. Now, technically, it's tax deferred because if you withdraw the money, even from this Roth uh, portion, if you withdraw that money too early, there can be taxes. So that's why technically the IRS says, hey, this money's tax deferred. But if you get to retirement age, then all the growth on that Roth money is tax free. Well, that it's typically 59 and a half. You reach 50, age 59 and a half, you can withdraw your gains with no tax consequences. And uh, here's what a lot of people like about the Roth also. There are no required distributions. Oh. So you're not going to be required by the IRS at any point, at any time of your life, to take money out. But that's not the case with the pre-tax tax deferred, right? On this one, you're, you're not paying taxes on the seed, but you're going to pay taxes on the harvest, right? Mm-hmm. So on that one, the IRS is going to say, hey, you've waited long enough to withdraw your money. Now we want to start getting our share. So uh, let's start taking money out and we're going to tax that as ordinary income. So when you withdraw money from traditional IRAs, 401ks, uh, it's, that's ordinary income. Uh, 
Now, there's one thing I wanted to throw out there just because we came across this recently. If you have company stock that you've been awarded through your employer, you have a, a, you could have a unique opportunity here where you can take the unrealized appreciation of those stock and pay capital gains tax rates on those. So uh, we have you know a lot of people employed by Dell or IBM. A lot of tech companies around here uh, are uh, rewarding their their participants and their employees with employer stock. You have an option when you retire to roll that into a four hundred one k. Okay. Or you can sell it and pay capital gains tax. So uh, let me make a little sense of this. If you roll the company stock to an IRA, now all that money you withdraw is going to be taxed as ordinary income. It's going to be taxed at your ordinary income tax brackets. And the more you take out, the higher the rates you pay. Whereas if you were to sell the stock uh, before you roll it into an IRA, uh, you'd be paying at the capital gains tax rates, which could be uh, you know, zero for some people, could be 15% or 20% depend- depending on your, your total taxable income. So do not roll over company stock until you understand this concept. Uh, if you have a financial advisor who has not educated you about this, you may not be working with the right advisor. This could save, uh, I've, I've seen this personally, save folks tens of thousands of dollars in taxes. Huh. Uh, even even hundreds of thousands. I remember one case, uh, over $100,000 in taxes saved by uh, not rolling that money into an IRA and just paying the capital gains tax. And does that matter for just a regular IRA or a Roth IRA? It's that that's standard advice for both. Is that... Yeah. So, so okay. it, for, for a lot of folks, they'll have a 401k uh-huh. and then they'll have a separate bucket where they've been awarded stock by their employer. And the, the custodian, let's call it Fidelity, whatever it is, let's say uh-huh. Fidelity is holding the money. You can give instructions to Fidelity to roll the stock portion along with your 401k portion into an IRA. Okay. Now, uh, if you roll the, the company stock in to that traditional IRA, well, now that money is going to be treated just like your pre-tax 401k money. It's, it's all taxed as ordinary income when it comes out. So if you avoid that, and I'm not saying this is, uh, again, like, like we say, no cookie cutter approach. Right. This, this is not a one size fits all solution for everybody. But you have to understand this concept before you make this decision because for this is irrevocable. In many cases, you can't go back uh, in, in many cases and, and reverse this. And this could be a tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, a worth of a, a mistake, possibly, mm-hmm. in, in taxes. So you just need to make sure you understand this concept. Be working with a competent financial advisor. If you have any questions about uh, similar to this, about your situation, call in. You need to call in today. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're not planning to retire this year or next year. Now's when you need to start getting your brain wrapped around all these concepts because it could it could influence what you do elsewhere uh, outside of your 401k or your company stock. Um, you need to know how Social Security benefits are taxed as well. Now, for the most part, uh, your Social Security is going to be taxed as ordinary income as well. There will be always at least 15% of your social security income that's going to be tax-free. Now, there are some things you can do 
with your other sources of income to reduce the, uh, the portion of your Social Security that's taxable. So we're not reducing your tax rate on the Social Security as much as you're reducing the amount of your Social Security that's taxable. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this, this we kind of work in as part of the income plan because when we plan for income, we're planning for net income. Uh, gross income, everybody knows, and all you listeners know, gross income doesn't mean that much to you. Mm-hmm. What matters is what you get to spend. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is true in retirement also. Uh, pension income uh, for most folks is going to be taxable. Investment gains versus investment income. Uh, gains, that's that long-term or short-term capital gains tax we talk about. Now, if you want to pay a little less in capital gains tax, you might want to think about holding your, uh, your stocks or your shares for at least a year. If you hold it for a year in a day, you move from the short-term capital gains tax rates to the long-term. And investment income, dividends, and all that. Uh, Now, again, this is critical to your retirement because the different buckets you have are going to determine how the IRS treats your withdrawals. And you have discretion over uh, the, the combination that you bring with you into retirement and how much ultimately you pay in taxes. If you're strategic, if you're smart, if you have a good advisor at your side, you're just going to pay less in taxes. And, and Teresa, for the next six callers, I want to make a one-on-one consultation available. This is at no cost. We're going to look at your situation, your retirement accounts, your taxes, your insurance, And we're going to put together a plan that's watertight. It's tailored to you. Our process works best for folks that have at least $250,000 saved. Uh, Now, you may have $5 million saved. Wherever you are, we can help. All right. And that number to call, Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 21000. First step is to sit down with a financial advisor. And if something we're talking about today resonates with you, whether it is tax planning, it's Social Security, it's health care, or just that overall big picture, you want to give Nathan a call, 800-890-5008. And if you feel the need to just get that second opinion, or you just want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals for your future, call Nathan and take the stress out of planning for your future. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or text Nathan to 21000. Got one more segment on the way, Nathan. What's coming up? When we come back, we've got some great questions from our listeners. So that and more right after this. Good Sunday morning, Austin. You are tuned to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website at retireaustin.com. Time now for one of our favorite segments. It is listener questions. First up is Arthur in Cedar Park. I am 67 years old and I intend to take Social Security benefits at age 70. My wife turned 65 in June, and she does not have the minimum 40 credits of work to get her own Social Security retirement benefits. When she turns 65, can she claim spousal benefits? And how will they be calculated? 
And if she claims spousal benefits, will that have any effect on my benefits when I claim at age 70? It's got quite a few questions. <laughs> That's yeah, this is this is very common. I and I, I like the idea of delaying social security. Now, not everybody can do that. Uh, you may know that for for each year you delay after your full retirement age, it adds about eight percent to okay. your uh, your retirement benefit. Uh, now, one thing I, I just want to throw out there because uh, I had this discussion recently uh, when we were putting together an income plan for another client that uh, when you're looking at these different values that Social Security is showing you, there of course they're estimates, and and that is a that word's printed pretty big on the statement. These are estimates. Uh, and the estimates are made with certain assumptions. And so if you read a little further down, I think it's on the second page of the statement, it talks about income, taxable income assumptions that Social Security is making when they're showing you those projections for age 67 or age 70 uh, retirement benefits. Uh, And those assumptions are going to be based off of an assumed amount of taxable income. Mm -hmm. So if you're not planning to work, let's, uh, now I don't know if uh, Arthur is working or not, but uh, if he is not planning to work, then the numbers are likely to be a little different than what they're showing him uh, for his age 70 estimate, uh, because uh, they are assuming on that statement he's working through 70 or up, up to 70. But, uh, you know, to get back to the question here, if your wife does not have 40 credits, she will not be able to claim off of her own work record, but she will be able to claim spousal benefits and survivor benefits. So how are they going to be calculated? Well, first, you would have to claim uh, your Social Security benefits. And if she were full retirement age, then she would get up to 50% of your spousal benefit. But if she's not quite full retirement age, so if she's 65, it's going to be reduced. And what I would recommend, Arthur, uh, is that we get together, put together an income plan that will reflect the percentage that your wife is going to get of your spousal benefit or of your benefit, Uh that would be her spousal benefit, and compare that to what she would get if she were to wait to full retirement age. Now, this doesn't mean you're going to delay. Uh, I, I just want you to have the information and be educated uh, about the two amounts. You might say, after looking at the numbers, well, it makes 100% of sense. Uh, it makes It's very clear that we should do this at 65. But uh, again, I want uh, the numbers speak for themselves, really. Okay. Now, that will not affect the benefits that you're going to be collecting. So she can collect those separately from you, but it will be based off of your work record. But that doesn't mean it's deducted from what you're going to get. Now, uh, this is one reason I do like the idea of Arthur uh, delaying to 70. Uh, statistically speaking, uh, his wife is much more likely to live the longest. Uh-huh. And if Arthur were to predecease his wife, his increased Social Security benefit becomes her, her survivor benefit. Now, a survivor benefit can be up to 100% of what Arthur was collecting. So if either one of them passes away, what's going to happen is their household is going to lose the lesser Social Security 
uh, payout. Okay. So again, these are details we get into with an income plan. Um, if you're listening to this show right now and you have questions about your social security benefits, you may have questions similar to Arthur. Uh, when should I collect? How much am I going to get? What about my spouse? These are questions that I want to help you answer by putting together an income plan. Yeah, and they're very good questions and definitely give Nathan a call. Um, next up is Sheila in Lakeway. I have most of my money in a traditional IRA. I'm 66 years old and still working. Is it better to convert to a Roth IRA and invest? Am I able to transfer the stocks in the traditional IRA or do I have to sell them? Great question. And again, we talked earlier about yeah. taxes and reducing taxes in the future. And an easy way to do that is by Roth conversions. Again, there's no painless way to deal with the taxes you owe in your traditional IRA, because even by doing a conversion, you're going to have to pay taxes on the IRA in order to convert it. But then that Roth money is going to grow tax-free. One thing you got to keep in mind, Sheila, is uh, you know, we talked about this, I think, several shows ago. And you can look up a recording uh, on retireaustin.com. We do have a link to my podcast there. We, we spoke a little bit more in depth about this. But uh, as far as Roth conversions go, there is a five-year clock on money that you convert. If you wanted to access the, the growth, the gains on that money, before that five years is up, there could be IRS penalties for doing that. So one question I would ask Sheila is, well, when do you plan to access this money? When do you plan to start withdrawing this money? Now, you can uh, have stock in a traditional IRA and then convert that account to a Roth without selling the stock. So uh, if, if you have stock that you really like, uh, you don't want to have to sell them and repurchase them. Remember, you could do that within a, you got to wait 30 days before you purchase that stock right back. But if you don't want to have to go through the selling and repurchasing, you could convert that traditional IRA, keep the stocks in place, and uh, you'll basically get a tax bill to pay the taxes on that conversion. Uh, Sheila, I could, uh, if we had more information about your situation, we could definitely put together a plan that's going to be optimal for you, that's going to show the best path for uh, a Roth conversion and, and taking care of that IRA so it's best suited to take care of you throughout your retirement. Okay. All right. Great question. Next up is Joel in Austin. This year I plan to maximize my contribution to my 401k, including the catch-up provision. Can I still contribute to a Roth IRA? Uh, in some cases, yes. Now, there are income limits that could, uh, that could prohibit you from making contributions to IRAs. Uh, Joel, I recommend you call in. I'd love to sit down and have this conversation with you. It sounds to me what you're trying to do is, is uh, catch up as much as you can. You're, you're trying to pump as much money as you can in your retirement accounts. Or you're trying to take advantage of that this whole Roth uh, concept. Uh, it's possible that your employer offers Roth contributions to your 401k. So that's something you might want to look into. Not all employers do. And some employers that do will only match on the pre-tax contributions, not the Roth. So uh, again, no, there's, there's no cookie cutter answer here. 
But uh, this is an example of a conversation I would have with Joel is, well, let's find more information out about your plan. Do they offer Roth contributions? If so, do we want to take advantage of those? Again, I, I really recommend Roth contributions. I like those. Uh, but as far as participating in both the 401k and a Roth IRA, this is where we need to uh, understand your income and make sure there aren't uh, restrictions based on the IRS tax code uh, because of the level of income you're currently experiencing. Okay. All right. And next is Vince in Round Rock. I'm retired and I have several international and U.S. ETF bond funds, which make up 70% of my portfolio. Some are not doing well. Should I remove some or even all from my portfolio, even at a loss? Well, bonds have an interesting relationship with interest rates, very highly correlated with interest rates, not stocks. Uh, I, I've, I've even met with some, some financial advisors who misunderstand this. They, they think uh, that you know, if stocks go down, bonds go up. Uh, there is no strong correlation between stocks and bonds, but between bonds and interest rates, very, very strong correlation. So either way, Vince, I'd love to chat with you about this. Uh, because I do believe other vehicles could be a much better fit moving forward. For the next two callers, Teresa, I want to make myself available for creating a tailored, customized retirement plan that's going to consist of an income plan. We'll take a look at all of your potential sources of income, Social Security, pensions, withdrawals from 401ks, and put together a plan that will make it last. Remember, this is marathon money. We want this to last as long as you do, and we can protect it from the stock market. We can get increases in the income to offset inflation put together an income plan, you're going to have a written plan that you can feel really good about. This is about a $2,000 value. Uh, I, I'm going to put this together for you at no cost. And our process works best for folks who have at least $250,000 saved. If you have between $250,000 and $5 million, I would love to help you do the very best you can in your retirement. And uh, call now because we have room for two more callers. Yes, and the phones are ringing. I hear them. So you want to get a spot on Nathan's calendar. Call now, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. You can also text Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 21000. Again, this is your opportunity to build that tomorrow that you want and, and get a stress-free plan put together and have that roadmap show you where you are right now, but most importantly, it's going to show you where you need to be in the future. And you don't want to go it alone. You want someone with Nathan's experience, over 16 years of experience on your side, guiding you. Stress-free retirement. Call Nathan now, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008, or you can also text Nathan to 21000. As always, Nathan, I learned so much, learned something new today, and I'm expecting to learn a lot more next week and a lot more fun. Hey, we had a lot of fun doing it, too. So learning can be very fun. Yes, definitely, definitely. And we'll see you right back here next weekend for Retire Fit Radio. Week. Yep, with Nathan Fort. And 
investment advisory services offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management and Nathan Fort. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. By contacting Arbor Mutual Wealth Management, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.